Hello, my name is Jerry Durham, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, What's Best for the Patient is Best for the Business. This podcast was put together for you, the healthcare practice owner, and wants to achieve success in your healthcare practice and turn this practice, this clinic, into a business. So if you want growth and scalability that drives financial performance, all three of those don't always come together. But if you want that, then you've come to the right place. I'm here to help you be most successful in your healthcare practice and turn it into a business. Cheers. Thanks for coming. Hello, Jerry Durham here and welcome back to the show. I hope you had a great week. Let's uh, keep this front desk thing rolling. I think you'll find most episodes are a little front desk heavy or at least leading to the front desk because as you all know, this is the entry point into your business. This is basically the top most impactful part of your ecosystem of your business and why I've spent the last 20 years learning more about this and fine tuning this and helping other businesses and practices get really good at this front end part of your patient life cycle so that you can really leverage the biggest and bestest ROI in your company, which is the front desk in this phase two of your client's life cycle, that pre-arrival phase, I call it, right? So today, what I want to dive into is the three roles of your front desk. This was a huge tipping point, huge tipping point for me and a huge eye opener because this and, and I've been looking for like four years for a better term than front desk because we do a disservice. And what I found in many practices I've worked with in many teams I train is we turn this front desk into what my business partner, Todd Wickstrom, calls the junk drawer of our business. And there is no better analogy. Everybody has that junk drawer at home. There's everything in that drawer, Right doesn't belong in the kitchen. It doesn't belong in the living room. doesn't belong in the basement. doesn't belong in your bedroom. doesn't belong in your office. It goes in the junk drawer. And I have seen this played out at the front desk in every single healthcare business there is. There are very few where it's not done this way. And basically what we do is we have a bunch of business needs. We don't quite know where to put them. So we hire people to give these tasks to, and we call them front desk team members. And we really don't understand their roles. And the best way to understand a healthcare practice, physio practice, the best way to understand their understanding of the front desk roles is to ask them for a list of tasks for their front desk. And you will see a list longer than a fucking phone book. If you guys remember what a phone book is, or longer than a novel. And there are so many business owners and so many clinic managers and so many front desk managers out there trying to keep their front desk busy. And when people tell you they're busy or managers or owners are trying to keep people busy, it's because that manager, that front desk manager, that clinic manager, that owner does not understand the roles. And that is our front desk, right? Again, we hire people in to do All this stuff that needs to get done in a business, and if you've listened to me for more than five minutes, you'll understand that I believe this is the most vital role in your company and actually returns the largest ROI in your company. So to disrespect it and treat it as a catch-all junk drawer of your business is a full disregard for the value and power of it, but a full and clear sign that you don't understand the role that your front desk plays in your company. 
And what we do is we just give, we hire people, we give them a boatload of tasks to keep them busy that must get done during the day. And that shows we don't understand the patient's life cycle or patient cycle, right, within our business. Because if we understood where the tasks fit, then we would assign them to the proper person. And that's where we're getting here. And the title will allude to there's actually three roles of your front desk. And this really started to play out for me and what made my business successful and has helped other practices and businesses I've worked with be successful is this identification of the three roles. What you will find if you, if you identify these three roles, meaning you map out and look at what you need in your business, you go back and look at your current team. I will promise you that you hired for basically one, maybe two of these roles and didn't hire for the third that I'm going to play out for you. And that third role is the one that's missing. And the third role is the right is the role that you can really leverage to grow your practice, to impact patient success, to impact your business success. Right. And that's that third role. So let's look at the three roles of your front desk today. And then we're going to keep building on these the next couple of episodes. Right. So there are three roles filled by your front desk. And we all hire one person to do all three of these roles and we set them up to fail and we churn them out. They quit. We fire them and say they suck. And I'm like, no, you suck because you hired poorly. And I think it's really important. And I'm putting that back on you because I have just worked with a passive practice recently that had two front desk people that I would have hired. I would have paid to move cross country to work in my practice and the front, uh, the owner of the business fired them because of their misunderstanding of the proper roles and the tasks needed to be done to create this patient success in their practice. And it was really, really unfortunate. And that's why I say we have to own this as the owners and the managers that many of these people that quit and we fire are on us because we didn't understand the process. We didn't understand our patient's life cycle. We didn't understand the tasks and we didn't understand the roles that we hired them into. And we hired the wrong person, right, into the role. It's very interesting just to prove this out a little bit, when I come in and train front desk people and we identify these three roles, we usually end up moving people around in the business. I was fearful at first that we were, I was going to show up and people are going to have to be fired. But really what it was, was people needed to be moved around. Once the owners and the managers understood the roles to be filled, they started to identify the people that were going to be strongest in those roles. So we, they weren't that far off. I wasn't that far off, but yet these are people that would have been fired, burned out, churned out, right? Quit, whatever it is, because we keep asking them to do the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. The three roles of your friend desk. Number one is the voice of the company, the salesperson, right? This is that entry point to the business I talk about. We're going to talk about this person more in the next episode. So stay tuned. Right. So role number one is the voice of the company, the salesperson, the intake person, the one who manages all the new patient calls, all the cancel calls, all the rescheduled calls, all the web forms, all the Facebook ads, all the uh, website inquiries, all the email inquiries, the voice of the company, the salesperson, 
Okay. Their metrics of success or conversion rate lead to arrival and then managing reschedules and cancels and then net promoter score. Role number two that we typically roll into what we call our front desk is the face of the company. This is that person that you're all hiring. It's more of what we'd call the customer service person. I don't like that title, but you guys all get it. This is the person that's in clinic, right? They assist with the scheduling. They are the face of the company. They're there when people walk in. They're there when people walk out. They assist with scheduling. They assist with insurance questions. They um, collect copays. They collect payment, right? So their metrics of success are payment collection rate, NPS score, and may be trained and probably trained to help with some of the overflow from that voice of the company. Yet this is not the person we're going to depend on to be the voice of the company day in and day out. And I'm going to tell you right now, you have hired customer service people to be salespeople in your company. You've hired people that will be a great face of the company to be the voice of the company. And you have set that person up for failure. Customer service people do not make good salespeople. I'll never forget the day I was told that from someone who used to run a sales team and manage customer service. They said, Jerry, you're hiring customer service people to do sales and they are completely two different people, type of people and requires different attributes for those roles. The next podcast will go into the attributes for a great front desk salesperson, by the way. So two of the three roles, we have the voice of the company or the salesperson, right? We have the face of the company or what I like to call the retention person more so than the customer service. The voice of the company is the salesperson. They're in charge of getting people to arrive and pay. The face of the company is there and they are charged with retention, the stay part, right? Lastly, that third role we have, three roles of the front desk is that admin or back office person, right? Very important. By the way, all these people, very important to the business. That's why we need to identify them and give them the task and let them play to their strengths and let them create patient success in the best way they can. Because when you throw them into the pot and stir them all up and throw all the tasks at them, they will all fail. Yet if we single them out and let them play to their strengths, they will all excel. Very important. Same people you probably have in your business right now. So the back office admin person is in charge of insurance stuff, authorizations, Medicare plans of care, costs, benefits, all kinds of things like that, that are very, very, very important to patient success within your business. And they play a role multiple. I argue these back office and admin people actually play into the person's journey more in your business than anybody else. They're involved before your providers. They're involved during your provider, during their course of care, and they're involved afterwards. So these back office people are just as important. Okay. And their KPIs are going to have to do with um, getting the costs and benefits, making sure auths are caught up, things like that. But they have KPIs associated to patient success. So the three roles of your front desk that you must start to silo out and build out these roles so you can make sure you have the right people in the right seats and you're hiring this right people in the right seats. The three roles are the voice of the company, 
or the salesperson, the face of the company, the retention slash customer service person, and lastly, the back office or admin person who's in charge of all that insurance stuff. Okay. So I need you all to go into your practices today and identify, right? Understand those three roles and start looking at who do you have in those roles? Because that voice of the company, they should be free and available and possibly in a back room answering all the new patient calls. The retention person should be front and center, managing copay collections, some scheduling assistance, things like that. And the admin insurance person should be in a place probably in the back office with the voice of the company, managing all their tasks related to getting people and helping them to be able to pay and stay, right? So these three people all have a huge role in arrive, pay, and then stay. Next episode, we'll go into the attributes of a great salesperson. All right. Again, I want you to get in your practice and look at this today and look at who you have in these roles and look at the people you're asking to do the roles that they're not the right fit for. It's going to be very telling for you. Okay. All right. Cheers. Appreciate your time and your energy yet again. And I look forward to you um, creating more success in your business by, by taking this stuff back to the clinic today, tomorrow, the next day. Cheers all. Thank you for listening today to the podcast. Here's what I want you to do next. Um, If you want to stay in touch or want more information on the doing of all this, then I highly recommend and I really want you to go over to my YouTube page, Jerry Durham PT, J-E-R-R-Y-D-U-R-H-A-M. There is just so much content, videos added weekly, if not daily and you will be able to bury yourself and immerse yourself into this content and learn all you need to know to start implementing some of the things we talked about today second thing i want you to do is just jump in feet first over at my facebook group what's best for the patient is best for business daily interactions right i'll be there you can have discussions with other people you can ask me questions i post there frequently post videos i share information there so it's a place to stay up to date and be very interactive with other people who have the same goals and mindset that you do and want to create this business this healthcare practice that will scale and grow and give you financial performance cheers all